You're listening to the Co-Creator Network. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Good afternoon. Welcome to Why Shamanism Now, a practical path to authenticity with your host, Christina Pratt. Director of the Last Mask Center for Shamanic Healing. She's talking about how shamanic skills can bring us to physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being, especially when nothing else can. Now, here's your host, Christina Pratt. And welcome, everyone. This is your host, Christina Pratt. And I'd like to begin our proceedings here today by calling out to the helping spirits to be with us. So I call out first to your ancestors and to mine. I call out to all of those who bring all that is good and true and beautiful in our ancestral lines. Those who engaged with the challenges of their own time and innovated. They were able to create and to respond to that which was needed and able to hold true to that which was necessary to hold a firm foundation and a deep core of uh, human well-being and we call out to these ancestors to be with us to teach us how to do the same in our own time to do it in our own way but to definitely do it in a way that is good for all living things and opens the way here in the physical world for those who are coming that the burdens may not be so great that will be left upon their shoulders so we call out to the ancestors of the humans the huge human family to be with us in all of our diversity and help us to do what needs to be done and we reach out through those human ancestors to the non-human ancestors in the great web of life let us remember that these energies have been here long before there was ever a human and they will be here long after so let us reach out to these non-human ancestors and ask them to help us to resonate deeply with our own internal true nature and to bring forward a manifestation of humanity that is best based on being the blessing that we were meant to be in the great web of life. And so as all of these ancestors and helping spirits of their many forms gather around us, let us gather ourselves from wherever we might be, taking a nice deep inhale and exhale and drawing ourselves fully into our mind, another breath and draw ourselves fully into our heart. And a third breath and exhale and drawing us into our belly. And from our belly, let us reach down for a moment, either literally or energetically on our own mind, to touch the earth herself and to give thanks for this day, the profound beauty and miracle of being alive, the magic that is possible all around us if we can simply surrender our attachment to what is and open to the possibility of what could be. As we reach out to the earth and give great gratitude for this dream here that is so beautiful and complex, so diverse, and in such great harmony, we give gratitude to the earth as we extend down, thanks for our own lives, reaching down to the center of the earth to choose that ground that life deeply in the center of the earth. To receive those energies that draw their strength and power out of darkness, quiet, stillness, silence. And we draw these energies up, inviting them to inspire us deeply in our being, that they nourish us, 
that they restore, renew, and rejuvenate all of who we are as we draw the Earth's energy up, helping us to renew our own sense of who we are, what we stand for, and where we stand, and to do so in a way that we recognize the need to open up across space, to open up across time, to welcome in those who are other than us, those who we see as different, and to invite them to help us see that which is the same between all of us and to honor that which is distinct and different and to hold all of this uniqueness in a good way without double standards, without bias, without prejudice, but to open our hearts and minds to the whole human family. And with this awareness within ourselves, let us call out to the energy of the earth, the energy below to help us to understand connection and interconnection, to understand how to move deeply within ourself, within our relationship with others and our relationship with our environment, our relationship with the invisible world. And as we reach out to all those energies to hold us well, let us send our energy up to connect with the energies above, reaching out through the sky, out through the atmosphere, all the way up to the highest power of the universe. And by whatever name you call this energy, name it clearly. Let that sound or that conscious awareness, that way that you conceive of this energy, let it ring true like a bell as you reach out to this energy and draw it into your life, bringing in the essence energy of blessing and protection drawing in inspiration and illumination, and we call in, in this way, the benevolence of our universe. Let you draw that energy in, sending it down to connect with the energy of the earth. In this way, you intentionally connect the energies above and below into the beautiful center channel that runs through your being. And in that center, may this great love between the earth and the sky inspire the awakening of your own human heart. And in that human heart, may you awaken that profound crucible of transformation that allows you to draw up the fiery passions of your own belly that are unique for this time in your life and draw down the crystal clarity of this collected wisdom of how to be a good human here in the world. And may these two energies dance in your heart in a beautiful dynamic tension that gives birth to this third and most sacred thing. Some sense, some inkling, some inspiration, some feeling of why you are here and may you do something in this day, large or small, to bring that gift, that sense of what is uniquely you into manifestation in the world. And for all the assistance that we have in doing this, each and every one of us, we reach out to that assistance and we give great thanks. May what needs to be said be said here today and what needs to be heard be heard and may these proceedings go forward in a way that is good for all living things. I want to give deep gratitude to those of you that donated to Why Shamanism Now in the beginnings and are no longer those who are doing it now and those who will in the future. Why Shamanism Now is a great experience. It is entirely listener supported and because of your generosity donating from around the globe, this resource is available to you online to anyone who can get onto the internet and connect. The archives are available to you at whyshamanismnow.com. If you are moved by this show in any way, even if it's moved to irritation and distraction, I encourage you to do something large or small to support the show. In that sense, you allow that which moves your heart to move your actions in the world, and this is the most fundamental unit of acting from a place of shamanic consciousness. And I invite you all to dive into that archive there at whyshamanismnow.com, where we talk about the practical application of 
shamanic way of understanding life and their skills in the world in our very contemporary time. So today we're talking yet uh, yet more deeply about shadow transformation and about working with the specialist for shadow transformation in the cycle teachings. And this is an archetypal energy that we call crazy woman. And so we are live today. And if you have questions about today's topic, you are welcome to call in at 512-772-1938. Or you can Skype in from the co-creatornetwork.com site. Um, and you can email me, as always, at Christina at lastmaskcenter.org. So welcome. If this is the first time that you've been uh, visiting the podcast, uh, welcome you. For those of you that have been listening for forever, welcome you as well. So a few weeks ago, this would have been uh, in May of 2019, for those of you who care about such things. A few weeks ago, I announced a new online class. And these online classes have been developed in part because of you, listeners to Why Shamanism Now, and your true desire to draw the teachings that come through the cycle of transformation more deeply into your lives. And so, to the best of my ability, I am offering these online platforms, which are again only taken from the cycle and not the same as diving into that four-year training, but I realize some of you may never be able to do that, and so this is a way for us to begin to do some of the work that needs to be done together in the world, and the, the, the inspiration I have for doing that requires that first we together gain a shared basic skill set, which is essentially the basic skill set that's... Um, spoken about constantly for now over 10 years on my shamanism now so here we go so as i said a few weeks ago i announced this new online course called shadow transformation protocol the wild power of the fierce unyielding heart this class uh, begins this eight-week course begins june 1st which is this saturday this is june 1st 2019 it starts at 10 a.m pacific time if you would like more information go to the shadowprotocol.com and that should take you to a registration page if you're having trouble you can always reach out to assistance at lastmaskcenter.org all right so i am here today obviously to remind you of the course starting and encourage you to register um join me in the shadowprotocol.com so i just returned um, from a week in this work as it is manifest in the cycle. So I spent, uh, just got done with my first week with my new brand spank a new year two students in which we do shadow transformation cycle style. And I am deeply grateful for an excellent week and for all of the ways uh, it reminded me and deepened my awareness of why I have all these things to say about shadow work, which is really directly out of my experience doing it with people year after year after year for the last 30 years. And um, in particular, this group coming in with the Energy Body Mastery skills offered in the other online course, they were able to engage uh, the shadow work even more deeply than it has been engaged in past cycle work. So I come to the new online course deeply inspired and excited after this week um, in, in, the, in the deepest dive that I offer of shadow work. That's year two of the cycle. And so... 
this this idea that I'm putting forward is that shadow work as it is done in the contemporary Western world, is hard, takes enormous courage, and is extremely painful, primarily because it is being done with the wrong tool. Um, And that we come by that wrong tool honestly, and I have deep respect for that wrong tool, but it is simply the wrong tool for the job. And as with all wrong tools for the job, it makes the job way harder than it needs to be. And for most of us, our perspective about shadow work has been shaped by this experience. But shadow work really isn't about finding your shadow behaviors. Your shadow aspects are really pretty obvious. The work of shadow work is the transformation of your relationship, the one that you have forged in the past in fear and executed that uh, judgment of yourself with extreme prejudice. And so this shadow, the creation of shadow within ourselves, goes back to that feeling of our fragile ego saying, I can't afford this aspect of myself. And when I say fragile ego, I mean that in the true developmental sense that we're, we're barely have an ego as a child and we are in the process of creating it healthy or unhealthy along the way. And so because it is a a young and innocent and growing thing, it is by its very nature of that phase of development fragile. And, um, and that is actually the relationship nonetheless that needs to be transformed. That those aspects of the self you learned you could not afford are actually many of the best, most creative, most powerful, most intimate, sexiest, frankly, funniest, loving parts of who you are. And the important thing for us, or what I'm asking you to be willing to explore with me in the Shadow Transformation Protocol, is that shadow work isn't psychological work. It isn't actually spiritual work either, that it is heart work. And as soon as that fragile ego shoved that aspect of the self into the shadow, that aspect of the self was moved out of the realm of the mind and into the realm of the dark heart. And so learning to go there, literally, is the crux of actual shadow work and learning to do that in a way that is safe, that is not uh, re-traumatizing, that does not make you available to further harm. Um, but also that is effective. I mean, hell, if we're going to do the work, we would like for it to be effective. Okay. So if you're already inspired, you don't want to listen to what more I have to say here today, which is about working with crazy woman. Um, you can go to the shadow transformation. Oh, sorry. The shadow protocol.com and join me, uh, in about five days on Saturday. Um, otherwise, if you're listening to this podcast in the archives, know that this is a course that is offered every year at Last Mass Center, and you can find more information there. Okay, so as I said, I've just returned from this week, literally just returned from this week with my uh, year two students. We laughed so hard. We sang in deep devotion and we danced daily so that we could know deeply from a place of inner knowing what our mind just can't quite grasp without wrecking it. Um, So I have enormous gratitude as I do every week to 
each of the groups of people that moves through the cycle with me, that the this group is a group of intrepid warriors. And they receive some really amazing messages from Crazy Woman that I wanted to share with you today as I talk about Crazy Woman, who is the specialist, who, who brings an expertise to this process, as all specialists do, that make the work easier. And I'm going to talk about working with Crazy Woman as a helping spirit and working with her in particular as a specialist in our own re-understanding shadow and the work that is ahead of us when we endeavor to transform the energies that we have locked into shadow um, into functional conscious allies of our everyday life. Um, All right. So, One of the things that um, I love about Crazy Woman, well, there are many things. It's a countless list. It would take the whole show for me to discuss that. But what I like about Crazy Woman is she works with really simple, direct, powerful metaphors. And she has always referred to a circle of people that come together to do work as a boat. And she has always referred to it as a boat. And she is very um, often – saying to us, get in the boat. (laughs) So it's a very sort of classic crazy woman phrase. But part of her point is the things that she guides us in, the aspects of human experience that she guides us in are things that we often need to do with others. And that is part of her her gift is that she is constantly killing off our freedom to isolate, to disconnect, to create a loneliness in our life. She cuts us off from that by, by putting the thing that we most want just uh, out of reach and it only comes into our hands when we connect with other humans and ask for help. She's big on learning when you need to ask for help and when you need to do it yourself. And so that tends to be get in the boat when you need to ask for help and shut up and dance, usually when you need to do it yourself. Um, I don't mean that to be offensive uh, in any way, but it is the way she tends to uh, speak about things. When she speaks, she's usually pretty direct. She doesn't really care about how you feel about what she does What she cares about is moving you into the deepest felt experience and the deepest feelings that you can reach so that you find that which is true to your authentic self. And she wants to move you out of the dynamic of feelings and emotions that have been kind of pre-programmed by the stories you tell yourself about who you are. So, like I said, I'm on to share some of the messages from Crazy Woman um, that we received over the week in um, Dance of the Shadow Self. And out of that, share um, just a little bit about how you need to approach working with Crazy Woman for a robust and hysterical and um, effective working relationship. So, Crazy Woman's first message was about warriorship in shadow work. And I, this message applies to everybody who's already registered and will register for the Shadow Transformation Protocol class online. So Crazy Woman says, get in the boat. She says, paddle or rest, but choose. And stay in the boat. 
these are the choices you are not only learning to make, but learning why they are what matters. What you do isn't the point. The choice you made to do it is. Why you made that choice is. And your ability to choose to do it again or to do something entirely different is what matters. Learn, crazy woman says. Learn from it all. Shame, judgment, self-doubt. These rob you of your lesson. Trust the parts you don't understand. For the context is simply larger than you. You will never understand why to stay in the boat until you stay there long enough to find out. Choose, learn, trust that which is larger than you. These three things, this is the territory of the warrior. This is the expression of true love in the world. So, so speaks crazy woman about warriorship and the warriorship necessary for your deep inner transformation. So in Dance of the Shadow Self, which is year two of the cycle, we put a lot of energy into meeting the specialist crazy woman and cultivating our relationship with her. And this is the place in this four years of the cycle where students or participants begin to learn to truly work with helping spirits. This isn't just this, I journeyed, bear spirit showed up, so now I have a bear helping spirit. So now what? This is beyond that deeply. This is about learning how to truly cultivate a powerful and vulnerable and intimate working relationship with spirit. And this happens because transforming shadow selves is a task that is largely impossible without the assistance of someone like Crazy Woman, someone who is a specialist in this regard. And so in a sense, in terms of the cycle teachings, this year, year two, is where the shamanic shit gets real, finally. Okay, so to that end, there is a lot of divination in year two from Crazy Woman. There is divination that comes through journeying for the participants. There is divination that comes through full embodiment, trance state of Crazy Woman, so that they can be in dialogue with her. And then ultimately, there is more and more, as as people open to trust her, there's more and more divination people receive themselves as they learn to allow her to come into their dance and offer assistance and information in the dance. And so it's... It's, um, well, it's a hell of a lot of fun, to be honest. It's incredible what can happen in our very human lives to our perceived sense of our limitations and um, even sense of self when we truly cultivate intimate, vulnerable, working relationship with spirit. And so one of, the, one of the most beautiful things she said all week from my perspective was simply, there are many things in life worthy of fear. Your heart is not one of them. Do not fear your own heart. She says, let me teach you to trust the love in your heart and to give it. 
So she is all about doing the work that is necessary to free the wild spirit of your heart, to open up the whole emotional complement of being a human being and bringing that wide, alive, and um, divine, unyielding heart fiercely into the world because the world needs it. So she has taught uh, me many ways to look at our shadow energies. She has been teaching us as a community year after year. This year in particular, she focused on how the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves teach us to be afraid of our own hearts. This is a big theme she wove through the whole week. It is really deep and beautiful. And so in that, we talked a lot about story. And how the fundamental seduction of us, each of us as a, as a human being, away from our own um, awareness of what's really going on here. The true sense as we come in, uh, into our little bodies as, a, as, as babies, we come into the world with a great wise knowing about what's really going on. And then this fundamental seduction away from that knowing, which is completely aligned with crazy woman and the spirit world and the fabric of life and the whole big oneness, right? We're pretty smart, but we don't know how to take care of ourselves yet. And we're dependent on other people. And so what crazy woman is saying is that first story we take on, um, because we are in this vulnerable state, vulnerable to these other human beings, is the simply the story that these are the people with the food and the love and I need to become who I need to be to get that food and that love. And that um, act of survival and adapting and changing ourselves to get the food and the love, sometimes in dire circumstances, is how we begin to generate stories that limit us in who we are, but also how we begin to realize there are certain aspects of ourselves that feel like liabilities and they need to go into the shadow. And so um, Crazy Woman really talked about how we change to adapt to the people who have the food and the love and learn to do whatever is necessary to fit in, no matter the cost to us. Um, not that this particular knowing is new, but I think it, it is often lost how much this simple fact of our adaptability is seen in a sense only in the negative, as in I adapted to the people who had the food and the love and now I'm screwed <laughs> versus or now I'm totally dysfunctional or now I am deeply codependent, an addict, mentally ill, whatever it is, or afraid of my own power, believe I'm unworthy, blah, blah, blah. Right? Really? I mean, blah, blah, blah. And what she's saying is that whole reality remains true, which is you are adaptable. You are the one shaping your story. So get at it. And so she said uh, this, which was really one of her more powerful messages really over all the years, I thought, personally, just in my own humble opinion. She said, truth matters. And there is the truth in the moment, and there is always a larger truth. Know that now, and respond to that knowing, and things in life will gain ease. In that greater truth is always the fullness of who you could be in this life now. Yet, 
you cling to who you have been. As if protecting that child protects the truth of who you are. She says, you are not that child. You are immortal in your soul, ever adaptable in your human body, clever, sneaky, and interesting in your mind. To weave all of this together with power, you must be clear in your heart. She says, that child brought the clear heart. Package delivered. That is all you need from childhood. Grab your bloody heart from the rubble of your childhood and get on with it. Get on with the real task at hand. Remember what I taught you, she says, about where your bullshit ends and your clear heart begins. She actually has a technical definition for bullshit, which I think is kind of hysterical, but it's not really important for today's show. But the point of this I thought was so beautiful, which is we were all children. We all arrived with clear hearts, and that package is delivered. It's our job to unpack it and get on with it. And I love I love what she said here about you're not a child. You are immortal in your soul, ever adaptable in your humanness clever, sneaky, and interesting in your mind, right? Your mind is ready to write truly captivating, epic, legendary stories with your life. You're all capable of that, but it all has to get woven together. And that is the job of the clear heart. And that, the effort to do that, the mess we have made that stands in the way of our doing that, transforming that mess, Recovering the soul parts, integrating these energies, all of that, all of that that is necessary to restore this simple equation. That is all crazy woman's specialty. She is all about wearing the boots, jumping right in the middle of the huge mess that you have created with your life. No matter how impossible it seems, she loves you right where you are. She loves the mess. She loves all the horrific reasons you made that mess. What she loves more than anything is the authentic self that is still possible as long as you are still breathing. And she will be at your service to kill off all the aspects of you that keep you from living your true authentic self. And so that's really pretty classic crazy woman. Okay, so let's talk a bit about crazy woman as a helping spirit. Okay, so by the way, for those of you that don't know, there is a wonderful series in the archives at whyshamanismnow.com about working with helping spirits. And it talks about sort of the general ideas about working with helping spirits from kind of a cross-cultural perspective of shamanism. And that means working with true helping spirits. And then the shows that evolve from that, I think there's seven in that series, talk about how we adjust our attitude and awareness and understanding, which creates a different context then, for how we work in our shamanic practices with beings that present to us as helping spirits, but are not precisely helping spirits. 
So relative to today's show about Crazy Woman, the episode in that series about deities and archetypes is helpful because Crazy Woman is an archetypal energy. She is an extremely old archetypal energy, as in old as the universe, kind of old. And so the perspective that we have in the cycle teachings about what archetype actually means is that it is not uh, – there are many people that define archetype as something that just is sort of transpersonal, something that human beings share. That's not my understanding of archetype. That my understanding of archetype is that these are patterns that flow through the universe and as they engage or um, connect with different things in the universe, that archetypal pattern is expressed through that thing. So for example, the simplest one is to think about true mother energy. There is a way in which plants mother, but it's very different from how animals or bugs mother, but Mothering happens in these many different ways. It also happens to happen through humans. And so this is an archetypal energy. So crazy woman is an ancient fundamental archetypal energy, which also means she's in the middle of everything. Okay. So crazy woman is an archetype. She has inspired many wondrous and powerful destroyer goddesses in the history of humanity. And she is present today in many of the worlds of humanity's beautiful and diverse religious traditions. She exists as Kali in some, Durga in others. That So she is present, Pele. She is present among us, sort of. Right? So she has inspired these destroyer goddesses. But like the Tao... The destroyer goddess who can be named is not the eternal crazy woman. Crazy woman is all of these versions of her archetypal energy as it flowed through these different and beautiful, diverse world religions and practices. She is all of them and not one of them. She is all of them and still more. And so it is wise, uh, given that, to understand that she is an archetypal energy. So she is uh, equally available to all cultures, all people, all levels of education, all levels of experience, all the possible human experience she is equally available to. This is the, the beauty of archetypes, of the fact that they are like true code we can all go to to reset our own misunderstanding from our own lived experience here in the contemporary world. So this is the beauty of archetype. At the same time, she's a very particular archetype, which is helpful for us as humans to treat uh, with the reverence that we would treat a deity or a goddess. It it's, um, helps us get our attitude into the right place if we treat her as if she is sort of the essence energy of destroyer goddess. And so as many people who have already registered for the class and are beginning to cultivate their relationship with her have been saying in our, in our group, it's like she is serious. She is a serious uh, helping spirit. And 
she's a serious helping spirit. And for many of us, our shadow issues are pretty serious issues. They need a particular kind of attention and she is completely shaped, designed, able, specializes in that ability to move in that terrain, which is the terrain of crazy logic. She is in her happy place. She is in her sweet pot, she, sweet spot. She is at her best in that world. So crazy woman has a tendency as a helping spirit to do the following. So she reminds you constantly that life is not fair, that it is filled with challenges, and that is as it should be. Now, that is not a justification for systemic injustice. Don't be naive. Right? Understand what she is saying. She is saying that for all of us, no matter, there will be challenges and that how we rise to those challenges defines us. Okay. And that through these challenges, we learn our innocence is transformed through experience. That is as it should be. At the same time, those experiences need to be learned from. That experience in and of itself is not valuable because once innocence is lost, doing the same thing over again from crazy woman's perspective and getting yourself hurt again is pretty stupid. And so she is not your therapist. She's not going to pick all the right words, make sure she's politically correct and using all exactly the right terminology for things today. She doesn't give a shit about that. She is going to talk to you honestly and she expects an honest response from you and she doesn't care about social conditioning and political rightness. Okay. What she says is it is our job as humans to learn from this dynamic in life, this dynamic between our ability to create transformation and come into a new place that is a new place of comfort and meeting the next challenges and diving in and learning from them and not resisting the challenges of our life by trying to stay in some comfort zone that we've created. She says quite directly, you are only innocently ignorant the first time that you make a mistake and that we're always forgiven for. True ignorance because we never met the situation before is completely really kind of safe territory from spirit, but particularly with crazy woman because it's all about laying the groundwork for your lesson. She says after that, If you didn't learn your lesson, you're just being stupid. And she says, don't be stupid. She says, when you feel yourself screaming, internally or externally, you have forgotten to remember. She says, you have forgotten to remember to ask for help. You see, she doesn't see us as contemporary humans. She just sees us as the current living in this long expression of humanity here on earth. And um, in that long expression of humanity here on earth, she figures if she taught human beings something that they gathered clearly 10,000 years ago and we've lost it today, we're just being stupid, right? Why did we lose that? Why did our ancestors let us lose it? Why did they lose it? She says, go get it. What's your problem is her perspective. So here we are. Remembering that crazy woman is here with that long view that we are just humans um, and if humans understood it long ago, she expects us to remember it now because she says you were those humans long ago. You knew it then, not just your ancestors, but you. 
And she expects every incarnate soul to draw deeply on the richness of their many lifetimes. Because she feels it would be absolutely ridiculous to leave that treasure chest of learning unopened. Right? So, this is crazy woman. She says, whatever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, I am there. She says, visualize yourself in a place of power, open your channels, do whatever it takes to do that, and then just ask. She says, she is always there and happy to help. And so she says to ask yourself to remember who you are, not just this self, but all the people you have been and feel that tree of life running through your veins. She's, she's constantly encouraging us to remember this deep knowing that we can access if we turn off the mind and enter into our heart and our body, which is why with Crazy Woman, there's so much work done through singing and dancing. Because both of these activities drop us as human beings deeply in to our inner space of heart wisdom and body wisdom into this deeper knowing that and in, of not only this life and the wisdom of this life, but other lives. Now, if you don't believe in past lives, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. That's fine. Just these things are still true for this life. If this is all you believe in, great. Do it really well because you only got this chance. So there you go. Either way, Crazy Woman is still here to help you to move deeply into that inner heart body knowing and allow those wisdoms to come forth and help you to transform energies like your shadow self, which are energies that have been hidden in, in, very effectively from the mind been been trapped in this crazy territory of the shadow that can really only be navigated by specialists like crazy woman who can completely follow crazy logic that makes no sense to us and then it's only in our heart and our body when we let those wisdoms lead that we can even then follow crazy woman if we try to get up in our head we're done for and so, like many helping spirits, Crazy Woman is not shy about continuously lobbing off our noggin so that we'll get out of our head and back into the journey, back into the dance, back into the devotion of the song, and back into this deeper lived experience of life here on Earth. Okay, so to recap, she is not technically a helping spirit. We consider her an archetype, but we treat her with the reverence and respect with which we would treat deities. She does have an agenda in the sense that she expects you to learn so that you are able to live your authentic self. And so she is all about the deep truth of that, the deeply bared and vulnerable and honest heart and what the heart longs for deeply in this lifetime. That is the energy she is always in the service of helping you to manifest. So she is not, for example, a helping spirit I would call on if I was about to embark on a big effort um, in my life that I expected to be very financially lucrative but was pretty sure had nothing to do with my true soul's calling. 
I would call on other helping spirits to help me do that because she's likely to blow that kind of thing up if you call her in to help. It's not that she won't let you do it, right? but she doesn't really care about things that are based on kind of false platforms. Okay. So where'd we get to with crazy woman? All right. So here's crazy woman. Um, oh, okay. So she is a compassionate energy. She just doesn't always seem like it because she is a destroyer goddess. And we get afraid of that because frankly, our current Western world thinking is been uh, on a campaign for several thousand years to get us to be afraid of her. So we don't tend to experience her initially as being a compassionate energy. With that said, she cannot be treated entirely like a typical compassionate helping spirit that can be just across the board trusted and uh, embraced and uh, worked with under the assumption that it has no agenda. It meaning the helping spirit has no agenda. So again, because she's fundamentally interested in the warriorship of the heart, which is necessary to live your authentic self, she does have a certain agenda and agency that is more like the agenda is very much like an archetypal energy, but the agency is a lot like a deity. And so basically you have to get serious, put on your big kid panties and be willing to open your heart to the process. And if so, she's enormously available Precisely because she doesn't require that you've got anything together yet other than remembering to ask her for help. She has a counterpart in the cosmology, but that counterpart is way harder to get to pay attention because you're not even on her radar until you're being pristine in your honesty and integrity. You know, for most of us, I didn't wake up there today, right? We're not as pristine as we would like to be. And so we need someone who's got boots on and can stomp around in our shit with us and help us clean up the mess and help us to understand what that actually looks like to actually clean up our mess in a way that we don't just create a new version of the same old mess. Right? If we're going to make a mistake in the future, we want it to be wildly different, a truly new mess. Crazy woman will celebrate that mess and help you figure out how to get yourself out of that one and what you were supposed to learn there. But this is the beauty of crazy woman is she is perfectly fine with you being absolutely wretched, completely full of shit, lying to yourself about everything. She doesn't care at all. She still loves you. She loves the liars. She loves the manipulators, the deceivers. She loves the part of you, that inner critic that is so mean. She loves all those aspects of you. Fiercely, absolutely fiercely, and will help you then to find your way through it all. Anyway, so journeying with Crazy Woman 101. Here are her basic six teachings for starting to work with Crazy Woman in a journey. Okay, again, as always, the universal rule, be very careful what you ask for, but here's what she says. Crazy Woman 101. She says, I always come from the back. This like anything else that is sneaking up on you and not exactly where they were when you called them in. She is sneaky as shit, man. And then she loves it. If she can arrive and scare the crap out of you in the process, she probably will just for fun. And you just have to deal with it. Once you realize you are the butt of all of her jokes and she is a prankster, she loves the jokes. Once you get you're the butt of all of your jokes and can laugh 
with her, things will get much easier. But don't really expect that to change. You know, like something else to become the butt of the jokes is pretty much always going to be you. Okay. Because she wants you to learn to laugh at yourself, especially the ways you get in your own way. She wants you to laugh at those tendencies we have as contemporary humans and begin to step out of them more easily, more quickly. So she always comes from the back. She says, never trust me. Now, you can totally trust her to be yourself. That's not what she's saying. What she's saying is that way that we trust our compassionate helping spirits and journeys is very important. It's a very important beginning of us learning to trust helping spirits again as contemporary people. So there's nothing wrong with that. What she's saying is she's another league entirely. And if you follow her, she will lead you off a cliff to teach you to lead her up here and guide yourself. If you let her walk behind you and get too arrogant about leading, she'll stab you in the back to teach you that you don't have it all together. You are not all that and you need help, especially in the realms that she shows up for. Your task is to level up and go with her shoulder to shoulder in a true equal, and I say that in quotes because, of course, as human beings, we're never equal to a helping spirit, but she wants you to act like it. She wants you to step up and be an interesting ally and treat her as a true and worthy ally of your cause. Treat her as the specialist that she is with respect and honor, but otherwise know if you are going into battle, she is riding in with you. She's not going to stand on the hill and wave and send you blessings. She's going to be in there slashing and lobbing heads just like you. If you're going in to something that is delicate and requires finesse, she'll hand you all those special tiny little tools you need. Whatever you need, she can offer it, but she will be in it with you. And she's trying to teach you how to be in that kind of relationship with spirit. And I tell you, there is no greater teaching in all of your other relationships with spirit. She is teaching us as contemporary people what it really means to be an intimate, honest, vulnerable, working relationship with spirit. And she is huge on the teaching that your feelings, your emotions are chaotic by nature. Stop trying to tame and domesticate them. You have to let them move and flow. Some of them are always like great waterfalls or rapids and they need to be because that's how they break up all the old structures of who you are. It's how they destroy and wash away these old stories you have to stop telling yourself. And it's how they clear the debris of a structure you have created for your life that is actually propping you up but at the same time killing you. She is all about the power of the emotions being allowed to be true and pure. And in that, number four from her is get honest. Allow yourself the craziness, in quotes, of your feelings. And just understand, your mind is always going to think your emotions are crazy. Because the wisdom of the mind and the wisdom of the heart are as far away from each other on the spectrum of the wisdom of the human as they can be. And just ignore your head. When it comes to judging, 
your emotions, right? Your heart is wrong. I mean, your head is just wrong. And you have to know that. Your head is not a good assessment of your emotions. And so Crazy Woman is all about allowing your emotions. Okay. We'll talk about that in a minute because, of course, she is not talking about indulging immature emotions um, or emotional indulgement for the sake of emotional indulging. She's not talking about. She's talking about true response and also getting back to the deeper truth, the painful truth of your original response to things, particularly the things that happened in your life that caused you to send aspects of yourself into shadow. Okay, so number five from Crazy Woman Basics 101, working with Crazy Woman as a quote-unquote helping spirit. She is all about, she is your go-to helping spirit. If you are asking about release, if you're asking about destruction, the need to end something in your life that you're having a hard time understanding how to destroy it, how to dismantle it, how to get rid of it. Right? She is about the things that have become so precious to you that you cannot, you think, you think in your head, you cannot possibly kill these things off. And yet in that sacrifice is that possibility for the future. I, um, I have sacrificed many things for my life honestly, at crazy woman's behest. I guess I would put it that way. They're not sacrificed to crazy woman. They are sacrifices, letting go of things that saved my life that I believed in my head I couldn't possibly actually survive without. But it is in sacrificing each of these things. And these things were not crutches. These things were valuable and they were valuable when they were sacrificed. And over time, every single one of those things that was truly mine, returned to me in a newly refined and essentialized way. And everything else I thought was something that was truly mine and I could not possibly be me without it is gone. And in this regard, in in this role, Crazy Woman is flawless, absolutely flawless. And her final Six, number six on the list, Crazy Woman 101, is ask. Ask her for help. Ask her what you need. Learn to craft good questions. And remember to ask her, not just in journeys, not just in divinations like dancing and allowing her to come through in an embodiment trance state, not just in the overt shamanic skills, but in the day. Take a moment. Shift gears, stop what you're doing, and ask for her help. She is present in all things. Crazy Woman says that you need to speak what is true for you and let that protect you. Speak your true craziness and let it create chaos in your life. You will survive. The pain will not kill you. Don't swallow it. Don't ingest it. Uh, It protects you. Your own, what appears to be emotional craziness, protects you if you let it be true. Don't swallow it and don't ingest it. It protects you, unlike the ego that only protects itself. And so this is how she is unique. 
She is the master of the spaces we create when we do not allow the truth of our deepest emotions to flow. She is the master of these realms, and we create many. Now, with that said, as I already said, she is not encouraging indulgence in emotions, in in immature emotions, so suffering over your suffering, or validating child reactions as being valid as an actual response in contemporary time. Noticing your child reaction came up should lead you into clearing. But from crazy woman's perspective is you need tools to clear those child reactions, as she said, because you're not that child anymore. Okay. So she is all about freeing the heart into its native wildness so that you are able to create the foundation of fully expressing your authentic self. And this means that the heart is free to fully integrate the wisdom and well-being of the body, mind, and spirit. She says we are responsible for learning from life being creative, innovative, and adapting, of stopping the behaviors and the patterns that don't work, and that stopping the behaviors and the patterns that don't create the life of meaning that is true to our values. And so instead of doing this, you know, we use this incredible capacity within ourselves to just survive childhood and think that that made us who we are. Oh, no, 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 says crazy woman. That was only the beginning. And so I'd like to close here today with a final piece from crazy woman's messages over the weekend. She says, you have learned to survive, but at what cost? She says this, and her gesture is this sort of found uh, survival ad- adaptation life. She says this is the rotten floorboards you build your house on. She says, this is the cave you have created that keeps your roots from reaching home. She says, this energy is the reason you falter each time you reach for what you truly love and cannot go the distance. This energy is more frightening than your little monstrous energies. She says, in shadow work, you seek the twisted wreckage of the foundation of who you are. So this is a little beginning, a little primer of working with Crazy Woman. I could go on and on and on, but we're out of time here today. So what I'd like to do first is to thank Crazy Woman for, I don't even want to imagine who I would be at this time in my life without Crazy Woman. I would either be an addict, a high-end prescription drug addict most likely, or um, incarcerated for the anger and rage I was unable to control in my younger life, finally reaching out and having me murder some patriarchal pain in the ass that was in the way of me doing what I wanted to do in my life, something like that. Anyway, it would be bad. It certainly would not be you and me here doing why shamanism now. So I have enormous gratitude for Crazy Woman for changing my life entirely, uh, even when I uh, didn't know I was asking for it. I have great gratitude for the ancestors all around us and all the many helping spirits for the earth below and the sky above and to the heart that unites us all. And from my heart, one more time here today, I'm going to put out my heartfelt invitation for you to join me and Crazy Woman 
really my task in the shadow transformation protocol is to simply deliver you into the capable hands of crazy woman in a way that you are able to speed up your process of learning to learn from her and ultimately uh, the ability to rescue a true shadow self from your shadow and to transform that energy from enemy into ally. And to do this in a way that you have a process for yourself and a good working relationship with crazy woman, other people that you can work with, so that you can continue going forward in the future and transform as much or as little of your shadow as you want. And this is the true gift in the shadow transformation protocol, is it's a protocol for you to use in the future. And so you can join me in uh, the shadow, the online shadow transformation class at the shadow protocol p-r-o-t-o-c-o-l dot com you can register there the class begins on june 1st that's this saturday 2019 and um, you can find all the information you need if you go to the shadow protocol dot com all all the possible questions you could ask about it are answered there and i invite you into the big cosmic online shadow transformation dance party that is life with crazy woman thank you everyone have a great week